welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. Hello and welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I am so excited for our conversation today to talk all things manifestation. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. How are you? Oh, so good. It's going to be amazing. I've been looking forward to this. Yes, me too. All the juiciness. And I love how you deliver, by the way. One of my style. Oh my gosh. I almost asked you before we started recording, like, oh, is swearing okay? But I'm like, if anyone has reviewed my content, <laughs> they know. <laughs> they know. Oh, yeah. so I love stories and I love to hear what you have been through, what you've walked and really how you felt like. Yeah, absolutely. So I was, you know, five years ago, living a completely different life. I was in the corporate world, really working my way up, climbing the ladder as hard and as fast as I could really had the intention. I was working in sales as a sales manager. I really was, I had the desire to be like a vice president of sales for a company, like big executive goals. And I was getting my MBA on the side and um, really just doing the thing. And and I, I liked it. I really did. I gained a lot of um, like a sense of pride from it and all of that, but there was something really missing for me because I felt like I was choosing the path of making money and being, you know, quote, successful, having like a job title that was, you know, glamorous and the corner office and all the things, but there was this lack of purpose, this lack of, yeah, this lack of, of feeling like I'm doing something good in the world with my work, you know? And at the same time, I also was um, having a lot of anxiety, which I thought just was life. I thought everyone's anxious. Everyone who works a full-time job and is busy. And, you know, I have a, I have a really demanding job. Like, of course I'm anxious. Of course I have chest pains and all these things. Oh, gosh. Um, and this is just life. You know, I could go on medication, but that those are my options. I really didn't know that another path existed for me. Hmm. And so... I stumbled upon the book, The Secret, <laughs> and started reading. I just stumbled into the world of spirituality and law of attraction and manifestation. And I was like, wow. So the way that I'm thinking and talking about life, well, that can actually influence it. Like, let me play with this a little bit. So I really dove in and through that journey, really discovered uh, meditation and breath work and journaling and started implementing those tools into my life and very quickly started to notice I was able to have a lot less anxiety. I was starting to find a, a joy in just being present with life. 
And I was able to stop taking everything so seriously and so personally. Mm. And life just started getting better and better and better. And um, from there, you know, I, I discovered life coaching. And I thought, wow, this is, you know, kind of similar to what I do with my sales team with coaching. And that's also purposeful. I can really feel like I'm changing people's lives. And so I decided to go completely switch career paths, um, essentially throw away my brand new MBA and, and all of that and, and go to life coaching school and start a business. And so, yeah, um, it's been almost three years now of doing this full time. And it's just, it's just crazy to think about how different my life was just because I saw a new path and believed I could do it and decided to go for it. That's amazing. It's so funny. I would love hearing people's stories. Connect looking back, you're like, this didn't make sense. Now you're like using so many of those tools that you grew in that phase of your life, right? Exactly. So I would love to teach a crash course on really finding that upgrade in life, right? Like we're coming into the full moon in Scorpio on the fifth. There's a lot of powerful energy. Pluto's in retrograde today. Like there's just so much happening and how to utilize this energy for transformation and where people may be getting stuck in those manifestations. Mm, Yeah. I feel like it all starts with being really, really honest with yourself about what you desire you know, because until we can do that, really, really claim our desires, you know, it's one thing to, to kind of think about them, but to really be like, no, this is what I want. I'm not afraid to own that. I'm going for this thing. You know, it's like kind of two different energies. Right. And when we're able to really claim our desires and, and often there's guilt there, right. Often there's like guilt behind that. Like, Ooh, can I really go that big? Am I really allowed to do this? Like, can my life really be that good? You know, and um, like digging through those, like using the shadow work for those and clearing all of that resistance to be like, no, I'm, I want this. Therefore I deserve it. Mm. You know, I feel like that's like where it all starts. Absolutely. Can you share a time when you first got started on something that you were like, holy shit, this is it. This works. I mean, my podcast comes to mind. Um, Okay. It's been about three and a half years now since I've had my podcast and I was terrified to start. I'm sure like, I mean, maybe you had a similar experience of, okay, now I'm going to record these episodes that are like permanent content, um, sharing my soul to who, however many people listen. And it's, it's scary, you know, friends and family could listen and just all the different fears that come up. But, um, I really, you know, leaned into, realizing that that was fear holding me back, you know, because for a long time, it felt like, oh, it's just not the right time. I'm going to wait till September to start is what I kept telling myself. And then one day I realized that's just an excuse. Like none of this is real. I can actually start this right now. I'm just scared. I just admitted that to myself and started to clear that. And then um, really from the get-go of the podcast, I was like, this is going to be like a really successful thing. And I didn't allow myself to play small with it. I didn't allow myself to, oh, this is a hobby. Like, this is just a little thing. Like, no, I was like, this is a big deal. This is going to be heard all over the world. And um, I just stuck with that belief. 
no matter what because you know at first it was like not that many people listening and all of that and yeah it's just like if you can hold on to that belief and this doesn't mean there's not going to be moments of of being shaky with it but if you can keep going back to the vision and stay with it Mm. man it's crazy right and I know let's I would love to talk a little bit about surrender because this word means a lot of different things to different people so what does surrender mean to you Yeah, I love this question. I feel like surrender to me means accepting the flow of life, accepting that life is is not always going to play out exactly the way we want it to. Sometimes that's in our favor. Sometimes we look back and it's like, oh, this didn't work out at that time because this better thing was coming for me. And sometimes it doesn't always look like that. But it's it's just this, it feels like a breath of, uh, like an exhale of like, life is going to happen Mm. not always on my timeline and that's okay right and I think we get stuck on the how we get stuck on the how is this going to happen how am I going to make this happen versus just putting one foot in front of the other with that balance of the flow of the masculine and the feminine energies right yes and it's like this I always say like surrender plus certainty equals manifestation because you need both Right. Mm. Like I say with the podcast, I, I had this really strong intention of it being successful, but there's also like the surrender piece of like, like exactly like you said, letting go of the how and even the when sometimes. Right. But trusting and feeling that certainty that like what's meant for me is really, really good and it's not going to pass me up. I feel like the minute to just in my personal journey with manifestation and say we let go of something all day long <laughs> when we truly let go and almost forget about it and we're already in the pattern of creating those habits that are moving us forward right and we're like you know what if it happens if it happens if it doesn't it doesn't if it happens this way or if it happens that way if we let can let you know what exactly what that looks like I feel like then everything just starts to speed up at a rampant pace you know moving forward Yep. It, it is. And it's a tricky thing to master, you know, this, this art of surrendering and having certainty and believing in your goals, but also being okay. Like dropping the how, like it is a dance. Right? Oh, absolutely. Oh God, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I love to give the audience tools that they can start really implementing into my life. Would you be willing to share kind of a little bit of how you walk your clients through really your mentorship program? Yeah. I mean, it does look a little different for each person, really depending on their goals, um, their own, you know, the, I would say the biggest thing that I really try to help people identify early on is, is where, where have I been self-sabotaging? Mm. Because often it's, they've, they've been working towards this goal. It's usually not the first time or the first thing they've worked towards. It's usually there's things in the past that we've worked towards that we've kind of like let go of, or they fell off. And it's like, why? Let's find that, that those moments. Let's dig into where do I tend to drop the ball? What excuses are my go-to? Like, it's okay that we have excuses. We're human. What are they? Let's be real with ourselves. Let's find like the top three excuses we tend to use that then convince our mind to stop going for what we want. So could, that can look different for everyone. Like that can look like, um, like in business, let's say like it could be like if you're in a personal brand type business, playing small, you know, holding back for the fear of like what other people think. 
Um, it could be so many different things depending on the circumstance. It could be that we always go back to this idea that we're not good enough, that we're not worthy enough. But I think finding those self-sabotage patterns, like that's what stops us often from moving forward is those same repetitive things coming up again. So if we can bring them to the surface and be really honest with ourselves about them and be on high alert for them. And then we're like aware and we're like, oh, okay, I see what's happening again. The same pattern is coming up. Let's move through this differently this time. Mm, yes. For me, it's procrastination. What's your... Mm. Oh, so mine is, mine is playing small. Mine is, um, well, cause I'm, I'm thinking right now of like my business, you know, with like my, my career and all of that. It's, um, it's, it's, I have this strong desire to be seen more and exposed more and have a bigger audience, but at the same time, I'm afraid of it. So there's uh, this like duality happening. Mm, yeah. I feel that. For me, it's all wait till like the night before to do stuff because I'm so busy, although I have several hours that I could do something. <laughs> Every last moment, because for me with my own personal trauma when I was younger, it was like I grew up in a very chaotic household. I was always chaos always. And so as I got older and as I started healing and noticing these things, me and so I would fill that time with pointless things but the important things I would still push off to create that chaotic emotion in me to make me feel this level of like safety and home and so that's something that I feel like a lot of us battle with too wow so for you like how how and when did you kind of connect those dots because it's so much self-awareness to be able to look look at that and like see the pattern underneath everything for sure. Honestly, what probably wasn't until I went back to school and started really studying trauma and like how the brain works and neuroplasticity mm. and all of that to understand like, oh, crap. I'm totally self-sabotaging to make my life chaotic and stressful when it, it's not. Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting how we all like have these things. Everyone has something, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And I bet you so many people listening are like, can can like relate to that, you know? And it's just like, yeah, I feel like for me, I grew up in a household where like, it was very much, um, you know, we don't have much and it sucks. We're always struggling for money. We don't have enough, whatever. Constant conversations around that. But also we don't want more because those people who have more are bad Mm. And rich people are the devil and they cause all the problems in the world. They're the reason we're poor, actually. This was this whole thing. And um, so for me, it's it's been like this pattern of recreating um, scenarios where, you know, maybe I climb a little bit and then I get like, I want to level out or I want to dip back down into that comfort zone um, of struggling, of not having enough, because that's like safer than being seen as someone who has too much. Mm. And I think that's what it all comes down to when I look at patterns of people who are getting stuck. It, it's safety. Do you see that too? Yes, exactly. Yes. I talk about this a lot in my book, Confessions of an Uncaged Soul, because I, I believe I call it the, um, instead of the comfort zone, it's the comfort cage. Oh, because I it's love a that. Cage. It's a it cage. Is. And it's like we all, yeah. And that's what our mind is really that's our mind's job is to keep us in the comfort cage. So it's always figuring out like, I, I've been noticing lately, like um, 
the desire to like play a little smaller. And I'm like, I know what's going on here. I'm on my edge right now. I'm on my edge and it feels like I want to pull back. This is not the time to do that. Let's push forward. So interesting. Mm, I freaking love that. So tell me a little bit about what your book guides us through. Yeah. So my book is really like a deep dive into, it's a memoir. So it's, it's my spiritual journey of moving from the place of being really anxious, a really big constant doer who couldn't relax. Um, and the journey of that to basically a 180 of being someone who lives a really slow life and really intentional life. And, um, and has moved largely, like, I mean, I, I consider myself a recovering perfectionist. A lot of it's like the perfectionist journey, the, the workaholic journey. Um, but a big part of the book as well is, is how to, through like exercises and, um, and different like mind expansion, moving out of that comfort zone cage, identifying where you're, where that fear is, is keeping you small and how to recognize it as so and move out of the comfort zone. Oh, I love that. And I love that you call it that because it truly is, you know, we are our own prison, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's our mind is like, the sky is not the limit. It's the mind, you know, Mm, that yes. Um, When we go into the subconscious, can you tell me a little bit about how this pairs so beautifully? I know you mentioned shadow work when we started, and I'm a big advocate that every human on the planet should do it. We would be a happier place, right? But what does that and how do those two pair together? Yeah. So I feel like with manifestation, there's kind of this surface level idea where We have a vision board and we say the affirmations and we believe it's possible (laughs) and it happens. Right. Um, But then (laughs) beneath the surface is the subconscious where we're holding these patterns, these self-sabotage patterns, these fear patterns um, where, you know, our trauma is stored and where we um, unconsciously, subconsciously pull ourselves back away from what we want even we say we want it, we want it, we want it, we want it. But there's a part of us in the subconscious, if we don't have it, that doesn't want it, right? Our subconscious wants to hold us back from it. So yeah, I'm I'm a huge believer in shadow work too. And I think when we can clear that up, like each step, each layer that we clear in the subconscious, clearing those fears and those like deep-seated patterns we become a clear channel then to really call in what we want because every part of us needs to be aligned with actually wanting it. Not just like the surface level thoughts, but like the part of us that's resisting it, really getting deep and identifying it. Oh, yes. Powerful stuff. And you say recovering perfectionism and I, I see a pattern lately. There are a lot of recovering perfectionists. How did you get through that? What are some things that for the person listening, that's like, oh my gosh, I need everything perfect or I'm a failure. Like, how did you change your mindset around that? Was there something you repeatedly did? Was it a certain tool? Like, what was your biggest coping skill? Yeah, so I think awareness is such a great place to start and to to keep going with it. So just, I mean, journal, like journaling is the tool that I recommend for almost everything. But through journaling was largely how I, really learned to see things as perfectionism. So it's really easy for our mind to be like, 
I need to keep worrying about this thing because if I don't worry enough, then something bad will happen. It's like, but is my worrying helping? Like, no, mm. right? So like identifying those things. Um, lately, I, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm, um, I'm almost 20 weeks pregnant. So I'm almost halfway there with the first baby. Oh yeah, my gosh, boy or girl, are we not saying? I find out in like five days and I'm dying. <laughs> what, okay, what's your hunch? We got to like document this. I feel boy. Okay. So, yeah. So I've noticed lately this, like, I, I go through different fears, right? In this, this whole pregnancy journey. And lately I've, I've been really diving into like different parenting techniques, different ways of talking to your baby and just doing all these different things. And I, I know, I noticed I started having some anxiety around it and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Like, let's dig into this. And, um, I was like, okay, it's perfectionism. Like that's, what's creeping in is I have to do this perfectly. I have to have all the perfect baby things that are going to aid in development and nothing and just have, it's just like too much. Like, no, 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 no. This is perfectionism. This is not reality. Uh Right. So it's like, it comes back up, but the awareness, I feel like helps us to be able to see it's like we can we're observing it like oh okay I see here how my mind is giving me anxiety about this thing what is that versus reality Mm. reality is I don't have to be perfect and I can't be perfect that doesn't exist (laughs) so the awareness that I've learned through journaling like just writing out my fears and writing out my doubts and ask myself like is this really a fact like is there another way to see this I mean, that's been such a big part of it. And then from there, just like with anything else, I feel like moving out of the comfort zone, moving like to the edge where like, okay, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm feeling right now, like um, I'm not doing this thing perfectly. Like I'm not eating perfectly enough for my pregnancy. I'm not getting all the exactly the perfect thing. Okay. Let's feel that feeling in the body. Like, let me, let me feel this. Let me move through this. And then let me just identify that like, this is not reality. And, and let me really reorganize and realign myself with what I really, really want. And, um, and it's just a continual practice of moving through it. Mm, I love that. I think it's a huge thing that we touch on too, that permission to pivot, because what I wanted a year ago is for sure held out. <laughs> And if I would have gotten those things with instant gratification a year ago, I wouldn't have what I've built today. And so I think it's important too, like you said at the beginning of the show, you know, to acknowledge that if one door is not opening, it doesn't mean it's shut. It just means that there's something way better, but it's just not yet. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I think we don't give ourselves, I mean, we live in such an instant gratification world, right? Social media, you're feeling sad, you pull up a happy video, you're this, you can turn on a guided meditation, like everything is right at our fingertips. And so with manifestation, there is this level of patience that goes with the surrender. And we don't live in a very patience-driven world. It's so, so, so true. Yeah, it's, it's really, I feel like, a big problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, I can get anything mm-hmm. I want with the two days delivered to my house. And if it's going to take more than two days to ship it here, like I don't even want it. Yep. Like I want it right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's an- and, yeah. And what so yeah, you you're exactly, well, you're exactly right. Where like with the surrender piece, it does require patience. And I feel like this is kind of where mixed messages come in with manifestation because 
some people say, well, you can have a timeline. Some people say you don't. Some, some people teach more like surrender, meaning like totally letting go. And other people teach like, no, you have to stay on top of the vision every day, constant. So like there's kind of mixed messaging. Like, do I stay in the vision 24 seven? Do I let it go for like days and weeks at a time? Like what's the perfect mix? Again, perfectionism comes in. Um, but yeah, I think that the hardest part of manifestation for most people is that waiting period without giving up, waiting, mm. believing in it, holding the vision, not giving up. Mm, that I think too, another one that is popping up that's very controversial. La, 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 la. I clearly have been talking far too much today, right? My sentences are all. <laughs> Another thing that is controversial is I think on social media, everyone's a manifestation expert, right? Everyone gets something one time and they're a manifestation expert. And so there's a lot of mixed messages and signals that can get really messy and confusing and can kind of be like data overload, right? And make it feel very complicated. And I know when I first got on my path, when I first kind of started dabbling in manifestation, one of the things for me, I I was really hard on myself and I started that inner because it was like, if you're not vibrating high, you know, nothing's ever going to come to you. Like, well, we're human and we have bad days and you're allowed to have bad days and sit with your feelings. You're allowed to not always be vibrating at a high vibration or miss your affirmations one morning and still get that manifestation. But a lot of times I hear women who are struggling and it creates this inner critic of, Oh no, you have to counter it with something positive. You have to say that affirmation. You have to do this. You have to, just like you were saying, you have to hold that vision. You have to be in that vibration. Stay in it the whole time and not allowing yourself to, like you said, take a step back and be like, oh, hey, anxiety, why are you there? Yeah, I felt the exact same way with starting with manifestation. Like I didn't want to let myself have bad days. I didn't want to let myself feel my feelings. And it was, it took a while for me to come across the advice um, and the expert, yeah, the expert teachings of feeling your feelings in order to release what's suppressed inside of you. Mm. And that that's such an important part of all of it is, is clearing your channel of the repressed emotions by continually feeling what you need to feel and being human and crying and having bad days and screaming into a pillow. Like I didn't come across that for a long time. And that is probably what changed my life the most because yeah, like now that I let myself feel what I'm feeling whenever I need to, I just feel so much lighter and more free. And um, yeah, it's not always like happy, perfect, high vibe, but it's real and it's sustainable. I love that. Sustainable. That's a perfect definition for it. So I could talk about (laughs) but where can our audience grab your book? Where can we connect with you? If someone's interested in coaching, can you tell me a little bit more about kind of what that looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So the best place to find me is probably Instagram. It's, it's Leah party is the handle. Um, you can just type my name, Leah party in anywhere, pretty much a website, leahparty.com. I offer coaching. I'm not doing like law. I normally do like long coaching packages. Cause I truly believe in like that commitment piece and like not expecting, like you said, the instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, but my maternity leave is coming up in, you know, five or so months. So I'm doing smaller packages right now, which actually are working really, and really, really cool. So, um, 
yeah, so those are available. I have breath work, like live breath work group sessions every month. Um, the book and journal are, are on my website. So yeah. Mm, well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us and allowing us to get one step closer to that upgrade. Yes, girl. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.